Hello, listeners. This is Danny, and you're listening to Bruja Coffee Hour podcast, the show that we discuss our favorite brew beverages, and I tell you a spooky story. And now get ready for Bruja's special guest, Christina Soto. Hi, everyone. Oh, I forgot to shake my coffee. Hi, yeah. everyone. My name's Christina. <laughs> Hi, Danny. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so happy you're on for the first episode. Woo! <laughs> yes. Today, I'm drinking a pumpkin chai cold brew topped with pumpkin spice powder. And then the recipe is out on our Instagram for whoever wants to try it at home. Christina, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a venti pumpkin cream cold brew with mm. four pumps of chai. Did you add a vanilla? Uh, I think so. I think I have three pumps of vanilla and then mm. four pumps of chai. Uh-huh. So good. Yeah. Um, it's so, so good. And I always do iced everything. I, I just cannot drink hot coffee for some reason. I yeah. like it. Unless there's a blizzard and it's negative 40 degrees, maybe <laughs> I'll have a hot coffee, but uh-huh. I'm iced all the way. And this one is so, so good, Danny. Thank you for recommending it. You're welcome. It's definitely giving me like fall vibes, like October, Halloween's around the corner. Yes. Time for a sweater. Sweater vibes. So good. Yeah, so good. Oh, so we are in Southern California, but sadly we live in the middle of the desert and it's barely getting cold over here. So we're just like super happy. And now like finally it's like fall weather, actual fall weather. Yeah. But what is it? I think it's still like what, like 70 degrees out. So yeah. it's, still, it's still kind of warm compared yeah. to like other places. But I mean, oh my gosh, I was like, let me throw on a sweater. Let me get on a light jacket. I know. It's- I'm so excited. I'm opening boxes, trying to find more cute sweaters to wear. So, but then once it's like 50 degrees, we're complaining like, oh my God, it's so cold. (laughs) I don't really complain. I feel like over here, when it gets like super cold, like harsh cold, it's like around like the, like to mid January and February. Yes, that's That's true. That's when it's like super harsh because like, when it's like the holidays, it's like okay, like it's it's like a little crisp, but it's not like bad, like compared to January. Do you remember though? There was like one November. It was like around Thanksgiving that it started snowing, and <clears throat> we actually had a few feet of snow. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that because uh, um, uh, my boyfriend's nephew, uh, well, his cousin and his and his son. So that it's his cousin and his nephew. They were come. They were visiting from Mexico. And it was the first time he's seen snow. And oh my God, like I, I would never forget his face lit up when he saw snow outside Aww. on Thanksgiving Day. It yeah, was yeah. so cute. It was perfect too, yeah. right? Because it was right on Thanksgiving. And then everyone yeah. you could tell was excited. I like ran out of my house and it's California. So not yeah. a lot of people see snow like that. I think you yeah. could drive a little bit further down to a mountain and go like snowboard, um, like go ride snowboards and things like that. But like, it's not like an everyday or every year occurrence that we get snow. So that was super cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially and if like- you guys. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I was going to say, if you guys are listening from somewhere that you guys get snow, you guys are lucky. Yeah. 
but then they're gonna be like well then you you guys are lucky because you guys live in california and it's always warm all the time yeah that's true that <laughs> is true we love we are cali girls we love being cali girls and yes we're very liberal people deal with it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no but um yeah if listeners are here we're well in the area that we live it snows like every once in a while but it doesn't get like deep like it, it goes away like the next day yeah so i think that's why like we cherish it more but i'm more of like i do like snow but it always reminds me of like christmas but i do prefer the fall over the snow same yeah fall is because it's like i love weather. the snow Yes, especially with the cute outfits. Fall and spring. Spring is really cool too. But I'm also a spring baby. <laughs> I'm I'm oh, you're a fall baby too. Yeah. So I'm October. Hardcore October is uh my favorite all around. So I think in the beginning, I always get sad when it's a little warmer and it's already October because I feel like once it hits October, it should, those numbers should be dropping and we should be getting yes. cooler weather. We should be putting on sweaters, drinking our Yes. pumpkin chai teas and you know oh, snuggling yeah. around like a little bit of a fireplace or something like that but but yeah spooky story season agree. it's like you can go yes. camping and tell scary stories or watch scary movies you start seeing it all pop up on your netflix like everything starts changing into like scary movies scary shows you know i just jumped on a new um a new tv show on netflix that's a spooky one and it's been it's been good so far which one oh gosh what is it called i think it's the watchers oh my god i'm gonna watch it because um i don't know if you ever heard of uh what's it called what's it called what's it called um it's like buzzfeed unsolved or they have like um supernatural uh-huh oh my god you gotta listen to those guys um it's um it's ryan Bergata Bergata. sorry brian and um shane <laughs> I forgot his last name, but starts with an M. But um, they are so funny. So they do like it. They do like investigations. Right now, they have a a show on on YouTube called Ghost Files. I just watched. I just recently just watching it right now, and um, they talk about the Watcher. Oh, I saw in the opening credits it says based on a true story. Yes, so I was like, what? it is based on a true story. Really? Mm-hmm. So but- I. Wait, go are you ahead. like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, tell me, because okay. I'm only on the second episode, and I, I have never heard of it before. Oh, I don't want to spoil it for you. Well, nothing happens. I just don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. Yeah, but it's for sure, it is based on a true story, but it's, like, more of, like, a paranoia story than, like, a murder, like, our typical, like, murder mystery and all that stuff. Oh my god, so it's like psychological kind of thing. Yes, kind of, but it's like, it's just, I don't want to, I just don't want to spoil it, because I haven't seen the show yet, but I know the story. Okay, maybe I'll go and watch that too, though. I don't mind spoilers for me, I'm okay with it, because if it's still a good story, and they do like a good job telling the story, and the actors are good, I'll still watch it, I don't care if I know the ending, I actually get like anxiety when I don't know the ending, because I'm like, (laughs) just tell me what happened already, it's okay. (laughs) Um, They're on Hulu. Yeah. On Hulu? Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah I, I was, like, hesitant to watch this show because I, I've just been, like, so 
disappointed lately with like movies and shows that are coming out yeah they get hyped up and then you watch it and you're like really this is all it was yeah um but it's so far so good I've watched the first episode I think I'm on the second one now um and it just has like a really creepy feel to it is a little bit slower but it's good yeah I think I don't know how the Netflix one is I think they um exaggerate a little bit because it was mostly it's mostly like the neighbors were like siding with the watcher instead of helping the family okay that's such a big twist so like on the first episode sorry spoiler alert i'm just gonna um describe some few things but just some of the characters they're introducing are like some of the neighbors and some people a little too involved with the house Mm -hmm. so it's about these people who just move into the house and like some creepy stuff starts happening but everyone seems a little too involved with the house and they start like getting letters and things like that yes Um, so is that still like what happens in the story they're telling yes so yes um i will send it to you okay um they're Thing. Or you can find them on YouTube, too. I'm pretty sure I can send you the video on YouTube. Okay. I'll yeah. be sure to check it out. Yes. And then I also wanted to tell the listeners, I appreciate you guys listening and everything. I just wanted to um, include uh, what this season is going to have. So this season is going to have 12 episodes. So welcome to episode one. And episode five, we're going to do a Q&A. And... Um, you're going to be hearing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Hispanic cultural stories. I be, I, will, I can't even talk right now. I'll be doing a story <laughs> about a tree from my grand, from my, my family's hometown in Mexico, Colima. And we'll be also be doing a story about the La Catrina, which it's not going to be horror or gory. So please, please, please don't go after me with that. It's more of a respectful tradition of my family and the majority of the Hispanics I don't know I know Mexicans um celebrate it I don't know if other cultures do I've heard other cultures do but it's just like I don't want to be basically only Mexicans can do it everyone can do it it's about respecting your ancestors and it's not like Coco like I love the movie Coco but it's not about having the portrait it's about keeping their memory alive by by telling stories that's what that's what people get confused about coco because they think it's the portrait i know Christina, you haven't seen coco right oh i put it on the other day okay so my good. son was like yeah I, I put it on i have seen it and i think i told you that yeah. i wanted to do this uh coming up the other los muertos i actually yes. wanted to do a little thing um my grandma recently passed away mm-hmm. and um and and you know she's like she lives in Mexico. I unfortunately never got a chance to meet her. And okay. all I would hear is different stories from her. Mm-hmm. I would have phone conversations with her. She would send me like little letters every time. Yeah. Like they went to Mexico and came back, brought little things that she would give us. And she'd give me little aprons and write stories and stuff like that. Um, so that's why I wanted. I really wanted to do that. I, I wanted yeah. to incorporate it. But I think we do have a different perspective. I have not been to Mexico. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, we have a different perspective on how it should be. And I'm sure it's, yeah. it's, it's supposed to be a different way. Um, so, yeah, I know you sent me a few little cute videos of how to do it. And like, yeah, a little, like open that or like a little, you know, the altar food that yeah, you're supposed to put. And so, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you should do it. We should do it together. I'm down. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I haven't I haven't gone to Mexico to do um, Dia de los Muertos. That's one of my goals. 
But I would mostly have to go to Michoacan, which is where my other family come. But I heard the best place to go to Dia de los Muertos is Guanajuato or the F, which is the the um the capital, mm-hmm. the uh, Mexico City. But um, that is one of my lifelong goals to go. And then also, um, I did want to include. We are gonna be doing two other episodes that are Hispanic related, like um. Towards the end, you'll be hearing the story. Um, it's called Noche Buena, which means Christmas Eve in Spanish. Where in the Hispanic in the Hispanic culture, we actually celebrate Christmas the night before, which is Christmas Eve. And I grew up doing that, like eating tamales and all that stuff. And then, well, not eating tamales. I don't. It, it's funny. I don't really eat tamales on Christmas Eve. No, no, because um, since um, my dad's a Salvadorian. Mm-hmm. We would eat, um, I forgot the name. I think it's called, uh, oh, it's panes con pollo. I think that's uh-huh. what it's called. Forgive me if I say it wrong. Don't cancel me, please. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so we, so it's basically kind of like um, chicken tortas. Yeah. Yeah. So we eat that mostly for like Noche Buena. And the final episode will be called El Maldito Año, which is the fucking New Year. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> New Year. Might as well go out the fucking new year <laughs> no i grew up eating tamales so we definitely celebrated as well on christmas eve and it's always like a tradition that we like make yeah. them and we always mm-hmm. my family starts super late and they take so long to make yeah so it's like you're taking like six hours to make the pot of tamales and it's so worth it mm-hmm. it really is but it's yeah. like you know hitting 12 o'clock already and we're like okay everyone's hungry we need to eat some food and open yeah. some presents and stuff. So so I, I love that about um, our culture. I really do. Yeah. It's a really like homey like uh, experience. And now as of late, I have been doing like Christmas in the morning too. Yeah. Um, I'm incorporating some of the like, you know, just American traditions. But mm-hmm. I, I love keeping the Mexican traditions at root, which are, you know, yeah. what we grew up with, what I grew up with. Oh, of course. Of course. I'm trying to do both, too, because, well, my daughter, I have to, uh, last year, we did it super early because since we went to go to Mexico to spend Christmas, I wanted to open her presents that my mom gave her. So she opened her presents at 12 a.m. over there in Mexico, which was 10 o'clock over here. Mm-hmm. So, like, she did fine. She was doing good. I'm just kind of curious how she's going to last this year because normally she sleeps around, like, eight o'clock so if not we're probably gonna have to do it christmas morning then we'll just probably stay up and do that thing the christmas opening thing nice yeah but for listeners i do want to incorporate a lot of the hispanic community i am a very proud first gen latina i know i may not sound like it and i may not look at it but it's true i am latina (laughs) (laughs) it's true (laughs) yeah it's true i'm yeah you'd be surprised how many people like their eyes are like so shocked they're like you speak Spanish? I'm like, uh, obvio, obvio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Christina. I'm glad you're here for the first episode. Now let's jump on to this spooky story. It was a dark, stormy October night. I was busting down tables, ready for my shift to end. God, can't she get off the phone already? Trudy, my shift manager. She's been on the phone for the last couple of minutes. She has to help too. I'm not the only one that's closing the whole damn place. Here she comes. 
probably going to say, sorry, hun. Sorry, hun. The boss wouldn't shut up about hiring new servers. What else do you need help with? Trudy said as she continued to tap her phone with her long, bright, fake acrylic nails. I just need your help to sweep and clean the bathrooms, I said. Trudy straight up looks at me dead in the eye and said, Um, I think I gotta look over the inventory. And also, you leave the place all nice and tidy. Plus, it's your last week. You wouldn't want the boss, I mean, the president, to give you a bad recommendation. She walks away humming, probably to the newest Justin Bieber song that just came out. The owner of the small restaurant decided to call himself the president of the company. Sounds more like he just wants to be on top of the pedestal, threatening to fire his employees. Not me. I'm over this place. Not kissing ass. Hey, Maddie. By any chance, have you heard from Rory? I immediately stopped sweeping and looked up at Judy. I haven't texted her since last month. I said, not breaking eye contact. Mm, too bad. She hasn't picked up her last two-week check. Such a waste. You think she would want her money. Trudy walked back into the office. I pulled out my phone and called her. I know she's terrible at texting back to others. She said so herself. Damn. Went straight to voicemail. I'll just leave her a voice message. I glanced at the name that appeared on my screen. It was him. I answered. Hey boss. Hey Maddie, how are you? I'm good, we're almost done closing up the restaurant. Do you need anything? I responded in the fakest way I can respond to the narcissist of a boss. You know I would like to conduct an exit media interview before your last day. Have you ever attended to an exit interview? Um, I can't say that I have. I said confused. Well Maddie, think of it this way. As a feedback about what you love working here and what we can improve here. Just a simple exit interview. Okay then. What day and time? Why do I feel like I'm regretting this decision? How about tomorrow when the restaurant closes? That way you have my full attention as well as no interruptions. It can't be earlier in the day. I almost choked on how disgusted I felt over his last few words. No, it has to be tomorrow evening. He snapped. Sorry, Maddie. I just have a lot on my plate, and losing you is a great loss for the restaurant. You always brought a great vibe to the room with your presence. I guess that'll be okay. It won't take long, right? Oh yeah, not more than 20 minutes top, he said. Um, okay, see you tomorrow. And at that moment, I fucked up and didn't read the red flags. It was a Tuesday night. I came about 20 minutes before the restaurant closed. It looked pretty dead today. I sat at the bar talking and joking around with one of my coworkers. That is when our boss walked in. His smile disappeared when he noticed I was talking to Max. Max and I glanced at each other, knowing the tension in the room. Good evening, Maddie. Are you ready for your exit interview? 
he said with a smug look on his face, rubbing his beard. Sure, I said, sliding off the bar stool. I waved goodbye to Max as I followed my boss to the dark hallway away from the shining dining room. Passing by the little office, the bathroom doors facing one another. Are we having the interview in the main office? I said, confused. Yes, we'll have more privacy there. I felt a little uncomfortable, just as being alone and mostly at night. It's just a quick interview. The sooner it'll start, the faster it'll be over. That's what I assumed it'll be. It was a short walk to the main office when I realized the lights weren't on. Make yourself comfortable. I'll turn on the lights. Would you like water or coffee? He said. Coffee's fine. I sat down quickly at the small round table that was sitting in the middle of the office, waiting for the light to turn on. Sitting there in the dark, waiting. I didn't hear the light switch being flipped. Not even the small espresso machine heating water like it usually does. Not his heavy footsteps, like before. Silence. It's now for interview questions time. <laughs> All right, folks, if you were confused what that was, that was us shaking our iced coffees. Enjoy. Or you can do it with us, too. Everyone, shake your coffees. Oh, I can hear the extra ice in yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Christina, how did the... How did the ending made you feel in the story? 
Oh my gosh. Oh my God. It was so good. I was literally like screaming in my seat, like, no, Maddie, don't go in there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Cause so many red flags, right? Like you already start like seeing this guy and it's like, Maddie's already escaping. She's like, this is too much for me. I can't work here anymore under this, you know, like, and I relate to that because Mm -hmm. I've had previous bosses that like overstep you know, so much. And you're like, man, what is this person like in their personal life? Right. So like in my seat, I'm like screaming, Maddie, don't go in there. (laughs) There's no such thing as exit interviews. Maybe there is, but I'm like with this guy, no, he does not deserve it. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. So yeah, it was good though. I I love that the ending was like, I don't know. I just, when she like, he's like, welcome my love I just heard like a like door shutting or something like okay now you're trapped forever with this person with other girls yeah I know that's crazy especially uh, when I was hearing uh Rory wasn't answering I'm like okay for sure this motherfucker has her or something you know (laughs) (laughs) where is she okay that's a really great response I love that (laughs) and then What can you relate to the story? Okay, so I will say I've had previous experiences with other um, bosses that I've had that kind of remind me of this. I think the first one it reminds me of. So when I was like 19, I was working at this club and I had this boss who was like a man of few words, but he was like, you would go in there. He was not like about to greet you. He was like, come in here peasant type of energy and I was like yeah it was scary it was like frightening because I'm like feeling intimidated like oh my god this is my boss I want him to like me but I don't even want to say anything to him and anyway so I worked at this club and um every everyone would say that he actually lived there that there was like a top floor in there Mm -hmm. and that he had a hot tub and he had all these things and sometimes he would invite girls over after after work yeah and it was just always something that like people kind of talked about but I'm just like oh my god this guy is not welcoming at all like how is he inviting other people to go in there Uh so it was always had like a creepy feel to it Um, oh my god you're Maddie you were almost a Maddie even though like he didn't talk to you he didn't talk to me I I, there was like one time he was actually nice to me and I'm like oh no he's gonna invite me up there (laughs) you see you caught the red flags yeah I was like no I was like no and it's crazy I actually saw um something about that place like later on on like a documentary and and I for sure see that yes and I see that thing like that um And pretty much to go back to relating to it in other places, I've also worked in like a restaurant type of atmosphere. And it's very like, um, it's very that, you know, like how they're explaining it. And you do see a lot of people come in and out of uh, that industry, you know, Uh usually it's like younger girls that go in and come out and stuff like that. And I've had bosses who micromanage everything that give you that energy of like I'm the boss and this is how things need to be done you know and Uh and it's just it's an intense thing because it's like okay I'm just here to work my normal day life but yet I'm getting like treated like I'm a you know a a slave or something right (laughs) in this industry but 
But yeah, so I definitely relate to Maddie in in those ways for yeah. sure. Well, you answer my other question, which is, have you ever had an experience with a boss who was inappropriate towards you? Um, so yeah, I guess it's it's that last one that I spoke yeah. about. Um, you know, there there's a fine line of like your boss employee type of relationship. You know, like some bosses get their personal life too involved into it or their own feelings and it's like when somebody owns a place you know they they get to run it the way they want to and and I love the creepy twist that you had on it though because I see that sometimes I meet some yeah. people and I'm like man you have a cellar somewhere in your house <laughs> and you have people in there <laughs> yeah that's, that's definitely my crime junkie loving mind yeah that, like, me too me too <laughs> that goes to that dark place because I yeah. don't think everyone thinks of it like that you know yeah. but I'm like I instantly go there <laughs> yeah Ashley and Britt we love you if you're listening to this <laughs> yes we love you so much we love you <laughs> <laughs> okay and then what advice would you give Maddie if she had told you that her boss wanted to meet her at night for an exit interview I'd be like, Maddie, no, no, that's it. <laughs> this guy has crossed too many boundaries. Go home. You're like, and go night, home. And at night, no, I'd be like, I will meet you in daytime in front of everyone. Right. <laughs> but you know what? Monsters like to hide in the dark. So, you that know, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. But I would say Maddie, run. Okay, yeah. two weeks notice was too much, too much of an advanced time, too much generosity for somebody. But, yes. but yeah, I would Maddie seems like a strong individual, you know, I think especially like, she was the only one like that was like, I've had enough of this, because yeah. you see so many people stay and, and yeah. she was a tough girl. So I'm hoping a better outcome. I hope she has an ex- escape plot or something with I Rory. hope so too <laughs> I hope so too yeah I hope so too so what did you think of, Tr- of Trudy oh Trudy uh-huh. <laughs> everyone need every job place needs a Trudy though yeah they know, do. to, <laughs> they to do. have that balance and yeah. I think when it has a when you have a boss like that I think you need a Trudy in there you know yeah yeah I think Trudy would not be invited to the back office to stay there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But every workplace needs one of those. Yeah. I I feel like Trudy knows. (laughs) I feel like Trudy knows. I feel like she may know, and she just keeps her mouth shut about it. You know what? She probably is the one, like, that tells them like that she's setting up like the meeting and stuff or like yeah or like picks up the victims while doing like mm-hmm. the job interviews and stuff yep. she yeah she acts concerned oh about them she's like, like oh yeah yeah hun sorry hun sorry sorry yeah. hun sorry, but hun. she she picks out I could imagine her having like the um their resume and then pictures of them and picking out the girls yes! for her boss and having like the candidates and she she does the interviews that's what I see Trudy as <laughs> so Trudy you're going you know down I can see her like yes Trudy you're going down like I can literally see her like what's 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 those called like those FBI boards the ones you know when they put those like red yarns I forgot yes. what they're called Yes, I know what you're talking about. Like when those, I forgot what they call crime, I forgot and they, they have call. it like those little yes. tracks everywhere connecting the things. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. 
I okay. see that. Trudy, you're going down. Everyone, <laughs> everyone do hashtag Trudy going down. <laughs> hashtag Trudy's <laughs> going down, and that deserves a coffee shake. <laughs> yeah. Coffee shake, oh, coffee shake, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. That is all that we have today. Listeners, what do you think happened to Maddie? What would you do? to prevent getting into a situation like this let us know on instagram or tag us in a post or whatever you would like to do it's like it's a free country you do what you got to do <laughs> hey thank you so much for having me on danny uh-huh. I, I think it was amazing your story was so good and i i love spooky stuff and i love scary stories and you that was just really really good and i'm so happy you asked me to come on to your first pot first episode for your podcast Ice <laughs> <laughs> all right well i want to thank you for joining and brewing with us today all right bye guys this episode was written by me danny oliveros please remember be positive and kind to others please recommend your favorite brew beverages on our instagram also please rate review and subscribe to or follow Bruja Coffee Hour podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Danny. Thanks for listening. <laughs>